the day I decided to weigh myself, which was so scary to me, I walked in our, our clinic a little bit early and I stepped on a scale and I was like, I didn't even know how to turn it on. And I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't have a scale at home. I avoided scales. And um, I weighed 340 pounds and I gasped at that, but I was, I had a plan. I mean, that's, you know, I weighed myself because I had a plan. I needed a starting point. And that put into motion um, the start. I couldn't, I couldn't look big picture. I had to make choices one minute at a time, one choice at a time, one day at a time to change the trajectory of my life. You're listening to I Used to Know, But Now I Think, a show about leaders, thinkers, visionaries, and the stories that shaped how they understand the world. I'm Jake Thayer, and on the show today, how my Aunt Lori lost 180 pounds after a job change gave her a glimpse into what her future held. So I'm currently sitting here with my Aunt Lori, and you've done a lot of cool things with your life. You have three kids and two grands, and um, uh, when I think about you, I think about hosting and friends and family, and um, we're over here now visiting, and um, anyways, it's just really fun to uh, get to be here. I think about that summer that we lived here. Uh Um, That was really fun, Uh, just like having more mornings like this where it was, you know, uh, the sun's coming up over the hills and, um, granted the horizon's changing a little bit here, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, lots of new people moving in, but, mm-hmm. um, so, but one, one of the parts of your story that's really interesting and I think interesting to a lot of people is, uh, your weight loss journey. So, um, maybe, maybe we could start a little bit like in your childhood, just sort of like, mm-hmm. um, uh, talking about like what your, I don't know, like what was your, what was your relationship with food and, and, and all that stuff like as a kid and, and, and then maybe, you know, yeah, what was your childhood like and, and, and maybe partially like related to that? Like what? Well, I was thinking about that this morning about where, where it kind of all started and I'm the oldest of four kids and I was always the heavy child. I always had extra weight. Um, I just, it was kind of like when you, like you have your mom's nose or your dad's eyes. I had my dad's family's trait of being overweight. Um, I saw a lot of overweight people on his side and not so much my mom's. And so I just identified with that side of the family. Um, I ate the same food. We did the same stuff. I wasn't as active you know, over the years as my siblings that did sports or cheering or whatnot, I never let my weight um, be a confidence issue. I always had confidence in myself. I never was without that. Um, So it never interfered with any relationship that I wanted to have. No friendships, no, you know, it was always, I was... I was me and everyone always accepted me as, as I was. So I don't, I I guess food was um, just part of every gathering. 
I enjoyed it along with everybody else. And as I got older, I enjoyed the hosting, as you mentioned, and, um, food's a big part of, of entertaining, but I, I've learned a different way to think about that now. Hmm. That's cool. And so, um, so as you got older at what, I mean, um, you know, uh, were there some like kind of, uh, not inflection points, it was sort of like wise in the road where you were like, um, I don't know, maybe you, you became aware that you wanted to change or you tried to change, um, any that stick out to you? Yes. Um, before I got pregnant with my first child, so with Corbin, I thought oh, I can't be this heavy and be pregnant too. So I, I lost some weight with a plan, which was Nutrisystem. And my dad did it along with me because he had some extra weight to lose. And it was successful and I didn't learn anything. I ate the food that I was, I bought that was sent to me and I lost the weight. Um, I didn't really have a goal. I just needed to do something. Um, and that was it. Like I said, it was successful, but then I got pregnant and I didn't learn. I didn't learn how to make different choices about food. And that was a, that was kind of a, a time that I, that I did that I felt great. But, um, after having the baby, I just went right back to the same lifestyle and put the weight back on and, over years and years and a couple more pregnancies, it just, it kept accumulating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, we were talking a little bit yesterday about, um, what it's like to be somebody who's bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and I thought that was really interesting because, you know, if you, uh, if you've never been lived that yourself or known somebody closely who's lived that way, I think there's a lot of, um, hidden landmines that you don't know or think about. Mm -hmm. So what, maybe you could let us into that world of what is it like to be somebody who's bigger? Like what are the, what goes through your head? Um, you know, uh, I mean, I guess there's always a, like the, or not always, but maybe there's that feeling I want to be smaller or something, but aside from that, like how does it affect your day-to-day -day living? Well, it is a constant assessment of, um, space. So you walk into a room and you immediately assess where you're going to sit, what is going to accommodate your body. Um, as a smaller person, you don't do that. I mean, I, 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 do you do that? No. You've never yeah. done that. So um, it's, a, it's always an assessment of that. Um, it's, you know, trying to get around a table full of chairs and going, well, I don't think I can squeeze between the chair and the wall. So you don't position yourself to have to do that. It's walking into church. You know, I don't like to be late and I, because I want to pick where I can sit, where I knew that I would fit. I didn't want to walk in and have everybody looking at me like, well, where's she going to, where's this person going to fit? Um, you know, a lawn chair on the beach, you know, is that going to hold me? What will that be like? So it's a constant assessment of space. Yeah. And so, um, man, I mean, it's just interesting to hear that, I guess, cause it sounds, um, it sounds really hard. Um, and I didn't realize, I guess, how much it plays into your decision-making aside from, yeah, I guess I just didn't really think about it. You mm -hmm. know, there's the obvious spaces like, you know, I already knew about like airplanes and stuff. Right. 
but there's other, I just didn't think about the day to day. And so, and you mentioned uh, when we were talking about dieting and, or not even dieting, but just lifestyle changes and how some people feel like, oh man, that's really restrictive. Mm-hmm. But you were saying, I mean, maybe you can yeah. finish the sentence there, but. I don't see my lifestyle changes currently as being restrictive, being a big person. Now that's restrictive. Mm. Um, there you, I, you know, as far as buying clothes, I mean, you have to go into a very specialized area in any store and your choices are extremely limited. And I cared about my appearance and how I looked and I, I've always cared. Um, but my choices were limited. Here's the rack. Okay, well, here's the choice. <laughs> um, so it's a it's limiting, very limiting. Mm. Uh, tell me about the inflection point that really like changed your trajectory. Like what um, what pushed you kind of over the edge or really got you to like take things seriously? You know, that is a great question. And you kind of need to identify your why. Why Why am I going to do this? Why am I stepping into something different and stepping out of a, an old familiar um, lifestyle? And it was fear. It was um, not a moment. It was a lot of moments. And seeing, um, switching from a dental career to a medical career, um, and just seeing what obesity does to pe- people as they age, how hard that is on their bodies, um, it kind of was in my face a lot. And then seeing my dad, you know, um, age and have a lot of medical um, issues due to weight, some of them not, but um, it was fear of how am I going to age into this next stage of my life and not be a burden um, to the people that love me and to myself. I mean, I want to be able to care for myself without having the weight be something that I, I need to address as well. It was fear. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good driver, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw, you saw your future coming through the door every day at the clinic. Yes. And you knew, okay, that can't be me. So was it just like, cause it wasn't like the clinic was specializing in, in overweight people. Nope. You just saw the trend. Exactly. I mean, I saw people coming in, you know, to manage their type two diabetes, which is, you know, um, can be completely, um, eradicated with weight or pardon me, um, diet change, you know, what you eat, but it's was being managed with, you know, medications and every three months blood checks and what their A1Cs were. And I was like, wow, I mean, that's hard. That's really, that's hard. I, I don't want to do that. So it was in my face a lot. Yeah. It was alarming that that's what actually people were having to do. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, we don't talk to other, you know, nobody's like, Hey, what's your, what's A1C, your medical yeah. regimen look like these days? Okay. Yeah. We don't know that. And so. Exactly. And I, fortunately, I hadn't got to a bad place yet. I mean, even being as overweight as I was, I didn't have high blood pressure. I didn't have, I mean, but I was on the verge. I mean, you, you got to know you're on the verge when you're that overweight. And what, how, how overweight were you? Well, um, 
I was weighing, I, I, the day I decided to weigh myself, which was so scary to me, I walked in our, our clinic a little bit early and I stepped on a scale and I was like, I didn't even know how to turn it on. And I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't have a scale at home. I avoided scales and um, I weighed 340 pounds. Mm. And I gasped at that, but I was, I had a plan. I mean, that's, you know, I weighed myself because I had a plan. I needed a starting point. And um, I was 5'8". I am 5'8". And that put into motion um, the start. I couldn't, I couldn't look big picture. I had to make choices one minute at a time, one choice at a time, one day at a time to change the trajectory of my life. So, um, so hit us with the number. How much, how much weight did you end up losing? I lost 180 pounds. So cool. That's incredible. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm proud of that. Yeah, you should be. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and you did it over how much time? Well, I did it over 16 and a half months. Okay. So in August of 2018, I found, uh, a lifestyle, which is called Code Red. And it basically um, focused on real food, water, and sleep. And I I read through Facebook page and YouTube videos I watched and um, saw a lot of inspirational stories of other people that had done it. And it wasn't, you know, pills and shakes and, you know, prepackaged food and, and also very appealing because I was not active, it had nothing to do with exercise. It was all nutrition and focusing on a healthy lifestyle. And um, I thought, I can, I can do that. And so it was um, in August of 2018, and I stopped eating sugar and grains and processed food and started a, a journey that, in my opinion, saved my life. Mm. And something that I think is almost equally as impressive as the weight that you managed to lose is that you've kept it off mm-hmm. for how, how long ago did you meet your target, your target goal? Oh, I know these dates very well. Oh, okay. Yes. December 31st of 2019. And, um, was when you hit your target. Was, yes. And okay. I, I was, you know, that whole month of December, 2019, I was cruising into like the last 10 pounds and, I, I really wanted to make that goal by the 31st of December or the very first day of 2020. Mm. And I woke up that morning of December 31st and I had done it. Mm. <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, so now it's, you know, December of 2021. So I'm two years into it and I still haven't had sugar or a piece of sourdough toast, which, you know, I loved. I lived on that kind of stuff. And I don't miss it at all because I feel too good. Mm. So uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. I think that is so cool. Um, and I got, I kind of got the chills as you were describing hitting your face. It was like watching a marathoner come across the line. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was right. like uh, even just hearing you re-describe it was really cool. It's fascinating too from my perspective, um, you know, like you were always a bigger person and never, I never thought anything of that. I was just like, that's who she is. And, um, and you probably felt the same way. It was just Mm -hmm. who I am. You Mm -hmm. know, I think we tend to have pretty static views of other people and ourselves. And so when you started changing, it was very like, 
I, I don't know. It was really, at first it was like, um, I guess, you know, you probably, I don't know. It's not like I was judging anyone, but it just, it, you know, you see someone changing, you're like, okay, like, I hope this goes well for mm -hmm, them. But, mm -hmm. you know, like, I think just because you've seen so many, I, you know, I've seen so many other people fail at achieving their goals and I've personally failed achieving my goals. I know how hard it is to reach a goal and especially something like food, which as we've talked about, like, uh, you know, if you're addicted to some kind of drug, uh, you can cut it out entirely. It's going to be hard, but with food, there's no, you can't like quit food. You have to learn to do it differently, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I feel like comes with a whole other, there's a whole other set of, you know, difficulties there. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, it was just really neat as a bystander to watch your transformation and to see you like kind of regain a, like a, a, almost a joy for life mm -hmm. too, because of all the new things you've gotten to experience. Oh, gosh, and, yes. and so tell, tell me about some of the experiences you've gotten to go on that um, you had kind of avoided life. Wow. Well, a big one is I, you know, I loved uh, the water as a kid and, um, just being able to, um, get in it and feel comfortable. Um, or, you know, instead of having, uh, you know, I thought I was always successful going to take my kids to the beach and, you know, I got them there, but I sat on the picnic table or at the edge of the water. I didn't hop in. And when your dad brought his boat over this, this summer and, I was like, I want to go tubing. And I mean, that was really cool. Um, just getting in the water and being pulled behind the boat. And it was an experience I had avoided um, from a, I was a bystander to the joy of others, which I fully love, but to participate myself, um, very different. Um, I hadn't ever gone kayaking. I was, you know, like, you assess the width of a kayak, like, how are my hips going to fit? I mean, what's that going to be like? And Ken's, uh, you know, Ken's friends helped me achieve that goal. I, I went zip lining um, with Kendall. John bought us uh, zip lining for Christmas in our stockings last year. And in June, um, I went zip lining and it was awesome. It was so freeing and it just felt good, even getting in the van that transported us up to the zip line, I was like, Oh, I can fit there. I mean, it was, there was a lot of fitting involved and <laughs> I did it easily. And even when they weigh you at the zip line and they're like, you know, Hey, I gotta, you gotta get this, you know, belt on and you get, and you, we have to weigh you. And I was like, boo, I'm stop, I'm stepping on that scale. I don't care. I'm proud of that. So, and then even like, my grandkids hugging me like when I first I had not seen them for a year and I was in part of the journey and uh, Lila came up to me and she hugged me and she said Grammy your hair is different and your body's different she <laughs> you know and she was five it was cool to hear her voice that so I've got to do some fun things even getting on the ground like sitting mm. How would I have gotten up before? Mm. Oh. So you wouldn't sit on the ground? No. Mm. Oh, no. I mean, you're get, I'm getting a chair. I'm pulling up, you know, sitting on the ground, very different perspective. Mm. And it's kind of cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think if I put on a 180-pound weight vest and I sat down, I wouldn't be getting up without help. Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gosh, that is so cool that you went for it. So tell me, tell us a little bit more about the, like... Well, one, it's a, you call it a lifestyle change. Yeah. And obviously it is because a diet ends and you're, 
you're, you've now been sustaining your, what you want more than you, it took you to attain it, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, maybe go into a little bit more detail about like, what is your, you mentioned you, you cut out processed food, maybe just kind of go through what it is. And then I'd love to hear a little bit like, so what do you eat? And, um, what, yeah, what does that look like? Yeah. I, uh, I don't eat any sugar period paragraph, end of story, nothing. No, I don't buy, I mean, I buy ketchup that does not have sugar. I don't eat sugar. I do use a sugar substitute. Um, it's called monk fruit. It's, you know, kind of more of a natural sweetener. Um, if I, if I want to, I mean, I don't have sugar in my house anymore. I don't eat pasta. I don't eat breads. I don't eat rice because it all metabolizes below the neck just like sugar. And um, that is really hard on our bodies. And I, I learned that. So I feel like I gained some knowledge um, where I didn't really, you know, I'd come home before and maybe for dinner be like, oh, I'm boiling a you know bag of noodles and putting some butter and salt and pepper on there. And that's my dinner. Well, that's like eating a bowl of sugar. I mean, you, I didn't understand that. So I cut out sugar, pastas, grains, you know, all of that. I started really focusing on water. Um, as I was losing weight, I, my water that I drank per day was 175 ounces of water. And I set benchmarks in my day of get up, drink my first 40 ounces before I have a cup of coffee. And I had, you know, just, I wanted to get that in and done by 6.30 maybe at night. So I wasn't up during the night having to go to the bathroom. I started focusing on my sleep, which I thought I didn't really think about sleep before. So putting maybe some good sleep hygiene practices into place, room darkening shades on the bedroom, um, windows, um, trying to get into bed sooner than I had been, uh, have, using a melatonin if I felt like I needed it, um, even some essential oils like on my chest. I mean, I, I tried to really be mindful of these things. And so now currently, instead of waking up and having ego waffles with peanut butter and syrup, I, I make what I call muffin in a bowl. And it's my, you know, version of something that I learned about on the code red lifestyle, um, which was just called, um, you know, like a flax muffin or something. And it has flax, ground flax seed and, you know, some, well, some nuts. I put nuts in it and berries and coconut. And I use um, pumpkin and I make this delicious muffin in a bowl in my microwave in the morning. And I put a little mixed nut butter and I also put a little bit of sugar-free syrup on it and have it with a cup of coffee. And man, I mean, it is so good. I mean, I can't even imagine a morning without my my muffin in a bowl. So I don't miss the ego waffles with the high syrup, you know, the high, you know, the sugar syrup and it's just good. And I, I, I don't snack. I kind of stop doing the snacking to give my body um, time to metabolize the food that I was eating. It takes a lot of energy for your bodies to do that. Um, and then I've kind of transitioned to more of a two meals a day. So I'll eat mid midday like lunch and it's really like a, a good protein, any protein, vegetable with um, butter. I mean, I use, you know, butter, I avocados or 
you know, avocado oil, not with my vegetable, but I mean, just a, a, a good high fat. I mean, I don't eat a low fat diet. I eat a high fat diet with, um, you know, the carbohydrates come from fruits and vegetables. So I, really simple. I don't, um, I drink a lot of water. I don't drink soda anymore, even though I drink diet soda. I don't, there don't, I don't have room in <laughs> when you're drinking that much liquid, you don't have room to do more. How than many, that. how many ounces of water did you say it was? I drank like 175 ounces of water. Okay. Hang on. I got to convert that to gallons. Cause that it's too much for, I don't know what that it means. And, and then I, you know, once I hit maintenance, I, uh, I bumped down to about 140 and I never go below 128. Okay. Now. Yeah. But during the weight loss mode, it was that much. Okay. And I just looked up, it's 1.3 gallons. So <laughs> that's a lot. But I did it. Yeah. And anybody can do it if that's what they need to do. I mean, I'm a rule follower. So if that's what I needed to do, yeah. I was doing it. So let's talk about that. If anybody needed to do it, because I'm sure people hear this or they'll get sent it from someone and they'll go, okay, okay. I want what she has. Um, what do I need to do? What would you say? Start right now. Don't say, oh, I got to get through the holidays. I mean, the decision needs to happen right now. If you think right now, then do it. No postponing. That's good. Okay. So the challenge has just been stated to anybody, mm -hmm. whoever's feeling that like, oh man, that might've been for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. The challenge has started. Okay. So now I'm feeling the, I'm feeling in my gut. Like I got the, I'm fired up. <laughs> Aunt Laura lost 180 <laughs> pounds. I want to, too. What do, what do you think? What are my next steps? Well, for, you, you got to find out what's going to work. You got to be willing to make the, you know, make that change. So you're, you're fired up. You're like, well, how am I going to do it? What's the vehicle? What am I, what am I choosing? I, I chose code red. And for me, that was, um, perfect for, for me. Um, cause I didn't need to, I could just work with what I, what I had at the grocery store and what I had in my own life. I didn't have to do anything special. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you gotta, you gotta find out, um, you know, if you, if you're interested in code red, then you, you need to, you know, go on YouTube and maybe, you know, look at some videos and see what other people's stories are and see if that's something you identify with and, and, and do it. I mean, I joined a 10 pound takedown challenge, um, that started in September of 2018. That's when it started. And, um, that was a great, it's a month. It was a month and it was $47. And I thought, what do I have to lose? I mean, except for weight. I mean, I got to see how this works. And man, I was sold. I, I mean, it, I, I identified with every part of it. And I was, I think I lost 12 pounds that first month. And I just had, I, I just kept losing. I mean, it was continual. So mm -hmm. I guess you have to find what works for you. But for me, that was what worked because it, you know, these things that I chose to help me lose weight, which were pretty basic, were within my touch and in my grasp. They are for the rest of my life. Yeah. It's not like, like you said before with that, um, the previous thing you did where you were purchasing the meals, mm -hmm. you didn't understand. Now you have, you don't just have the, you didn't just perform the task, which is certainly admirable and hard because you're hungry and, and all that stuff. But you also, now you have the knowledge and the wisdom on how to do it. So you could, you could roll up to any grocery store and mm -hmm. know exactly, you know, where you need to go, what you need to buy. 
I tell you, it's simplified food. I mean, when I'm going on a road trip, I'm not thinking what snacks do I need to pack? I mean, I don't, I mean, before it's like, okay, well, I got to get the beef jerky and the potato chips and the hot tamales. I mean, what's going to occupy my time while I'm driving? Well, I don't need anything to occupy that time. I mean, I'll drink my water. I don't need to do that now. It's kind of simplified those kind of things. Yeah. And tell me, were you, um, during your, when you were losing weight, were you counting calories? That was, um, yes. I started to count calories. I, I purchased what they called a custom program at that time through Code Red after I did the initial challenge and it gave me some custom numbers and um, like a calorie range. And then it didn't tell me what to eat. I ate within what mm-hmm. those parameters were and that's where I got my water total and um, and then the calories. And then I, I used a tracker, which was the lose it app. And I, I, I had a fun time with that. So this was not, this has not been a chore. It has been fun for me, fun Mm. because I mean, I was doing it and I was, you know, I was, you know, like put my, you know, all of my ingredients in my lose it app of, you know, my breakfast and okay, well, how much did that, you know, I did eat, um, Car, you know, certain amount of carbohydrates and protein and fat every day. And so I had fun, you know, playing with that. Where was it going to go? Like if I ate this for breakfast and I wanted to have a pork chop and cottage cheese and some, you know, carrots for dinner or something, I, I, I put it in the ounces, the grams, I was weighing things, but it was fun. I, mm-hmm. I have fun with that. I was like, Ooh, here's my, here's my pie chart. That looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do you still get track calories or? I don't. Um, so once I hit goal, um, they do have maintenance programs in code red, but I was, um, I, I, I didn't ever move in that direction. Although I stayed connected to the, you know, the community and, Facebook page and stuff and still am inspired by people's um, journeys. Um, but no, I stopped counting calories, but I just still continued to eat. I kind of knew, you know, you kind of know yeah. what you've been through and I was fine eating similar things. So um, I don't count calories anymore or weigh or measure anything. Now I will say if, um, if I get up a few pounds, which one of the things I did, on this journey that I had never done in my whole life was weigh myself every single day, every day. People think that um, that can be obsessive. I think that is a great tool to know. Like, okay, I, I'm still where I want to be. This is good. Or, ooh, um, that you're you're up a couple pounds. What do we? What'd you eat the last couple of days that you shouldn't have? Or maybe what times? Have, you know, I. It makes me think about it more. I feel like I had my head in the sand for a long, long time and I don't want to be that person anymore. Yeah. And do you feel like, um, has this like, do you feel more confident in other areas of life? Because like, do you feel more like you believe in yourself more because you've accomplished this thing? Um, I still feel like the same me. Okay. Okay. You haven't got a big head about it. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've always, like I said, I was, oh, I was always a confident individual, but the accomplishment is, um, is huge. I get that. It's a massive amount of weight, but, um, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of, 
You're just, yeah, you're just, you're just happy to yes. be living a life. You did it for you, not for anyone else. hundred so. percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. But in doing that, I did do it for everybody else. Mm. Mm, that's inspiring. Cause emotional. I'm going to be here longer. Yeah. Yeah. At least I think I am. Yeah. You know. Right. Or at least you're, you've given it, you're not leaving anything on the table. Right. Yeah. That's really special because, you know, your grandkiddos now will get a, you know, you get to live more life with them and a fuller life with them. You know, you're now, you're, you're running around with right, them right, and right, right. beating them in snowball fights and. And uh, sitting in the same chair side by side. I couldn't do that before. I could barely put them on my lap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Getting the hugs where the, the arms reach all the way around your waist. That feels really special. Hmm. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. What else am I missing here? What would you want to say to somebody who's, uh, you know, wants to go on the same journey or is trying or kind of in the, in the midst of it? Um, yeah. What would you say to them? Or, or what have people asked you about in the past that um, you've been able to help them with? Um, it's really, it's just, if you're thinking about it, then do something about it. Um, whatever, whatever that looks like. I, I, it feels really good. I mean, you can't really, it feels really good to get on that airplane for the first time. And of course I wasn't flying before. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not getting on a plane. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to be a person who has to ask for a seatbelt extender. Like I, I didn't, I mean, I knew those existed, but I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to avoid that. So you don't have to avoid anything anymore. I don't have to avoid anything. Um, and that feels really good. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've, we've touched um, base on, on a lot of stuff and it just matters and people have to identify why they want to do it and, and just put your foot into it. Yeah. Both just, feet. Yeah. Just get going and, and take it seriously and, mm -hmm. and enjoy yeah. it. Man, mm. that, that is a big thing because it's a lot. I mean, you know, it's a lot to focus on. I mean, you're, you're getting up every day. You're making a choice every minute. And I had to look, I didn't, I didn't get set goals for myself, that 180 pound weight loss. I mean, that's, you can't even wrap your head around what that looks like. Some people set, you know, small incremental goals, you know, 10 pounds here, 25 pounds here, rewarded themselves along the way with not food rewards. Um, those things changed, you know, it was going kayaking. It was, you know, I even, I even went paddle boarding with girlfriends and that was pretty cool. Um, so the rewards, um, for meeting goals were, were different. They weren't food related. It wasn't like, let's go get an ice cream cone. Yeah. Like let those be different. Let that be a changed, um, a changed mindset that you can carry with you in all the aspects of your life. I mean, let it be experiences and um, the people that, that you can share your life with and, and putting yourself in a position to, to be here long enough to experience a lot of neat things. Yeah. And it's kind of goes, it kind of is full circle back to the beginning of our conversation of you saying, uh, you know, you love to spend time with people and entertain. And so it's really what you're saying now is uh, don't make it, you, you chose not to make it about the food, but now it's about, it's back to being about the people and about mm -hmm. the experience and, Mm -hmm. um, so that's really cool. That was hard for some people to accept. Like, well, like my dad, you know, well, don't you want to have 
this? Can I offer you that? Like that was his, you know, thing. He liked to offer food for everything and I just declined it. But, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I got my water. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. all good. And, and so the conversation still happened, but without food. Uh, if somebody's, if, if somebody wants to reach out to you or connect with you, is there, are you on social media or? I'm on Facebook and um, some people have reached out to me and I'm happy to share my story. I don't ever want to be in anybody's face about it um, because everybody, you know, I was heavy for a long, long time and, and nobody really got in my face about that. And it just had to be up to me and I had to um, implement that change. And I'm so glad I did. Um, but I'm on Facebook and if anyone wanted to um, message me, I'd be happy to share whatever it is or be an encourager along the way. And I have been for people. Um, that feels good. If, if somebody, if somebody wants that, I am, I will have your back. Mm, so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for having this conversation with me. I think it's really special that well, one, obviously that you've accomplished this huge achievement, but two, just special that we get to connect as a, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, you know, on the subject and just get to sit down on this beautiful morning and, and have a nice conversation. And it is a sun shining in our face. Isn't I know. That awesome? It feels good of reflecting off the snow and, and there's no food in sight, just my water bottle. Yeah, that's right. So it, the conversation's <laughs> been awesome. Thank you, Jacob. So, okay. I appreciate that. Okay. Thanks, Aunt Laurie. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I had a blast recording it and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm Jake Thayer and you've been listening to I Used to Know But Now I Think.